We had so much fun recording episode nine. Our guest is a fashion photographer who has a super colorful, fun, fresh aesthetic and has worked with Foot Locker, New Balance, Nike, Jaded London, Adidas, Skinny Dip, basically everyone. It's the amazing Hanina. We delve deep into Hanina's insane career, discovering how she found her feet in the industry so quickly and how she's managed to work time and time again with huge brands. Hanina's passion for the industry is so inspiring that we want to go buy ourselves some cameras and give it a go. <laughs> Have a listen and make sure to drop us a follow on Insta at Spill the Dreams Podcast. So, Hanina, thank you so much for joining us today. Maria and I decided, okay, it's time for a photographer, but we didn't know where to begin. So we were looking at all the brands that we loved and all the photographers that are out there. And you have done so much amazing work that we're so glad we're able to talk to you today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So you graduated with a first in photography, which is amazing, by the way. How beneficial do you think it was to study photography? So I went to Ravensbourne, which is a art uni in London. um, And I, I loved it. Like, I mean, I loved it from like the uni aspect. That's where I met all my friends. Um, and I definitely grew as a person going to uni, I think. Studying photography, it was, it was you get three years of unlimited equipment and space, like studios, mm. which is incredible. And I'd say one of the best parts about going to an art uni, it allows you to use all the facilities um, for three years and make them make the most out of it yeah, and that stuff's expensive. well exactly like it kind of balances out actually the cost of uni um mm-hmm. if you make the most out of that stuff and the, all the lenses and cameras that you can try out the lights um and then also networking like making connections with the fashion guys with the fashion promotion guys yeah um, I was able to do like video stuff with the video teams, like my best friends now, a film editor. uh, And so from a connections point of view, it's also incredible. But yeah, I'd say the main thing is really just getting yourself out there in terms of like internships and work experience. Um, I I think that's probably as beneficial as actually going to uni because I probably... (laughs) <laughs> I hope my teachers don't watch this, but you know, <laughs> as actually learning the trade, it's, you kind of have to be watching it in the industry, if that makes sense. Yeah, like I guess it's the same set. with a lot of things. We saw that you were a creative intern at British Vogue, which is so cool. Was that one yeah. you learned a lot at? Yeah, actually, funnily enough, some of the things that I learned lighting wise that I do now, I learned being like the coffee girl, basically for a month at Vogue, but watching these incredible, huge photographers shoot and working with incredible talent, hair, makeup, styling, and seeing how it all happens and just and just helping in any way that you can. But yeah, it was an incredible experience. And kind of the crazy thing about it now is that I work with those people that I like got coffees for three years ago. Oh, that's <laughs> so the best. Cool. Full circle. For sure. Like when you walk on set and you're like, oh, I know you. Like, oh yeah. And they're like, remember how? me? <laughs> no, they definitely yeah, exactly. don't. <laughs> oh, that's so cool though. Do you know what? A lot of people probably think, oh, you know what? Why am I here making tea? That's not what I want to do. I want to do this and that. But it's just great to be in the same room with these people a lot of the time yeah and I mean it's so important one of the most important things is actually understanding how like any industry works but like for me photography so understanding how the magazines speak to the uh, photographers agents or the production companies and all that sort of stuff which unfortunately unless you're kind of in it which 
either working in it or doing an internship or work experience you just you can't learn that like you can't learn those sort of things at university so how important would you say that networking is I know we touched upon it earlier but is there like a good community of photographers and how do you get booked is it usually through word of mouth or do people find you online how does it work? Um, I I think it's a mixture. I think so. I when I graduated, I went straight to being like self-employed, like kind of threw myself in the deep end. Um, and obviously at that point, I didn't really have a name for myself or anything. So at the beginning, it was all me. Like I would literally send hundreds of emails a day, um, and wow. like just talk to whoever I could meet up with whoever I could I'd literally ask for like 100 people a day to go for a coffee because like who says no to a free coffee right um (laughs) so it was all me putting myself out there and then as soon as soon as you get in the industry and you start working with a couple of brands like it's not it's not a big industry people know everyone and then your name just kind of gets out there and then for me like I built up like my style and then get posting on Instagram and then people kind of start knowing you for what for what you do and the style of work that you do and and then and then it just builds from there I mean I'm really lucky now obviously most of the stuff kind of comes to me through um like production agencies or now I'm like I've got agents I've I got signed recently so they help with that um and I think a lot of it is word of mouth like you work with one person and their best friend will be a production manager another brand and they'll just recommend you and and things like that but it's a mixture yeah. probably oh, amazing Co- coming back to your style as well because obviously your style on instagram that we've seen is so colorful and really fresh and like crisp photos has it always been that way did you start doing that sort of aesthetic that's always been what i've been like interested in like if i look back at the work i did at uni it's it's nowhere near obviously as good but it's i always stuck with like colorful backgrounds and like fun expressions um like really tight close-up portraits as well like trying to do more than just like a posed image like having fun with it playing with um just playing with movement and direction um so uh, that's always been I guess what I've been interested in but I've just over the last well I've been graduating now like two years so over the last five years I've just kind of built it up to um what it is now I guess Oh, so cool. Yeah, it looks so good. Yeah, we love that. And you're working (laughs) with such cool brands as well. Clearly, it's working well for you. Let's name drop them through. We see you worked with Foot Looker, New Balance, Nike, Jaded, which I love so much, Adidas, (laughs) Skinny Dip, like huge brands. Like, do you remember the first big job that you got? Yeah, and this is a funny one because my first ever big job was three months after graduating and it was for a Nike office campaign. So it was going in all office stores like around the UK in store and everything. And obviously three months after graduating, that was the biggest thing I'd ever done at that time. And the reason I got it, but the crazy thing about that job is that I had worked for like a boutique uh, sunglasses brand who were incredible. And the reason I got the Nike job is because they were good mates with a Nike producer. And I I literally got a call one day and it was like, oh, are you free next week for a shoot? Oh, it's for Nike, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> wow. And they were like, and they, "They were like, how much do you charge?" And I was like, "I have no idea. Like, I don't know what you charge for that." So I just thought, "What's my rent?" And I literally just charged them what my rent was because I just didn't know <laughs> what else to do. That's yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, "What's but, in my ASOS basket?" Okay, yeah, yeah. that's how much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's, oh, yeah. that's amazing. I just think when as soon as you like get your foot in the door, 
like and that was kind of that job for me was my foot in the door and then you were able to like kind of grow it from there oh that's so good I can't believe you got that so quickly it's a lot about obviously it's about skill but who you know as well and being nice to everyone because you don't know who knows who it's it's all about personality it like you are right that obviously you have to have the the skill and the the portfolio for it as well but I think the art of being like rebooked and like working with the same people over and over again is it that comes down to your personality I actually wouldn't have expected that like to be that important in your in your profession I kind of say I I I personally I think it's more important than the skill to be honest oh really? my gosh so you'd expect That's that so in like acting or presenting all that kind of stuff but I wouldn't have yeah. saw that coming I guess it's just like if people like you they want to spend time with you and you have to put people at ease as well right well I yeah I don't even I don't necessarily think it's about like spending time with someone I think just because like shoot days can be intense and mm. they can be they can I mean sometimes there's a lot of people on set and there's lots of different opinions or something's going wrong or you never know how it's going to go and like as as it's my job to make sure that like all the models are okay in the sense that we've got to create the imagery like it's got to be there and even if it's a rough day I kind of take it as my role to make sure that they're all okay so that we can create some amazing work Mm -hmm. Um, how how do you do that then how do you put the models at ease do you have any icebreakers or things that you say (laughs) (laughs) well so I guess my first thing is that like at the beginning of the day I'll always go introduce myself because often we get on Mm -hmm. set everyone's teams goes into their separate parts so I work with my like lighting guys and like the digiop guys which basically control like the computers and stuff and so everyone kind of goes into their own little teams and then actually three hours later after they're finished hair and makeup you then sometimes that's the only time you're meeting people so I always like as soon as we walk on before I go into setting up lights and everything I'll go introduce myself to the models um say hi like I'm very lucky now and I'm seeing the same people like I get to work with the same guys or girls and guys over and over again which is amazing and I love and and my favorite thing is just like putting music on like I literally can't shoot without a good song on and my favorite playlist is like Xanti 2015. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like it's it's the best that. thing ever. And like nine out of ten times I'll get a message the next day from the model being like, oh can you send me that playlist because it was just so no much way. fun. Oh and you put them in a good uh, mood. Again like my imagery it's it I it I want it to be like uplifting and fun and to create that sort of work you need to have that environment if that makes sense. Yeah, it, so, yeah definitely that's a great thing to do because you see like different I used to watch America's Next Top Model back in the day and you see yeah. some shoots you're like oh my god so much fun like couldn't wait to be there and then other shoots they're so intense I'd be like I would be yeah. way too scared to yeah. even move. Yeah. No it isn't it's, it is an intense environment and you never you never know how the day is going to go you never know what the attitude is going to be like on set and there are so many things that can happen that that can easily like change people's moods like the model could just be having a hard day or mm. The art director could be having a hard day and they could be like difficult to work with. You never know what's gonna what's gonna be there. So it's I I, I think it's important to be able to create the great imagery to make sure that whatever's going on in the background, like the model's okay. Um and like yeah, so just keeping a conversation going, like you never really want awkward or like moments where no one's saying anything. Just ask them about them and their life and you find something in common to talk about, really. Because yeah. we, we know that you shot with Talia Storm back in 2017 because she was that a previous, was, she was actually our first guest. That was back dreams. when I was at uni, yeah. I shot was her it? with her when I was, oh, wow. 
Yeah, I think I was in my second year when I worked with her. But yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because do you find it different to shoot with models than celebrities? Like, how do you find working with celebrities that maybe haven't been photographed before? Anyone being photographed is it's a hard thing. Like having a camera right in your face and then twenty people standing and watching you. Yeah, I think so it, uncomfortable for some it's, people. Yeah, it's intimidating for everyone. And when you're a model, you do this every day and you're you're kind of used to it. But when you're a celebrity or you're an influencer, it's not that's not necessarily your normal day job. Um so it, it is a lot harder. But it's the same as kind of what I was saying before. It's just keeping them relaxed. I always say that like our our jobs is kind of like being their cheerleaders as well. Um and I <laughs> oh, kind that's of a, that's I'm a really, really nice way to put it. I'm really lucky that I get to work like with those amazing brands that you were talking about earlier, like the skinny dip girls, the jaded guys, girls and guys, where it's um like everyone gets on so well and are we all kind of are the cheerleaders to whoever we're shooting. Like a lot of the skinny dip stuff I've done has been like influencer collaboration, like collaborations that they do, um, where we shoot people that don't aren't used to being on set every day and potentially sometimes are a little bit more shy or whatever. So we just have to make sure that they're feeling comfortable, they're happy with the imagery. I guess when the other difference is that when you're shooting celebrities or influencers, it's actually you're directing them a lot more than maybe when you're shooting a model who just moves naturally mm. and knows exactly what to do. And that always helps. Like you're, when you're shooting someone that isn't necessarily used to being on set all the time, um, you just have to direct them a little bit more and show them the positions and and stuff like that but it's kind of just keeping an open conversation making sure everyone's okay and then yeah we normally come out with some really cool stuff oh that's great so it's interesting to get your like side of it all because the last person we spoke to for the podcast was parisa i don't know if you know of parisa is bad kid who's actually worked with jaded so hey. she was saying to us about how sometimes she does have a bad day she's feeling bloated or she's just feeling rough it's difficult to make that kind of content so it's good to have people like you out yeah. there that that makes people feel at ease yeah, I mean, I've literally had everything. I've had, I've had models whose boyfriends have broken up with them on the day. I've had oh, models boy. had panic attacks. I've I've had it all. Aww. But you've got. I think. I mean, I was literally shooting a guy yesterday, and we were literally talking about all of this, and we were saying how not everyone has great days every day. And with models, it's hard because they literally, you get to a point in every day when you're tired and you're just like over it. Mm. Where, and the rest of us, we can we can keep going, but it's, we don't have to have necessarily the happiest face on. Whereas yeah. with them, they mm -hmm. they do. And it is, it is really tough. But I think it's however big of a job that you're on, you just got to kind of remember that you're still working with people. <laughs> um, usually we're all like sort of the same age. Like I've just turned 24, like most people are all young and like it's you just got to relate to them in that sense but yeah I mean I've been working with Jaded for I mean they were actually one of the first brands to start working with me when I graduated that's um, mad so, because they've grown I guess like whilst they grow and you're still working with them it's working well for both of you yeah I've been yeah I've loved working with them I've literally worked with them for now like two and a bit years and when I started shooting with them I think they were on 60k and now they're on 600 so that exactly. shows their wow. growth so does that I guess yeah, like huge growth. for aspiring photographers if they're seeing these like smaller brands potentially they might be thinking oh that's not where I want to be I want to be like no, with the big 100%, brands 100% no, yeah. yeah when you're starting off you've gotta you've gotta reach out to brands that you aspire to work for a hundred percent but also like just look at what's young and relevant and what sort of style of work you want to do so like for me I always wanted to do young fan fashion sort of thing so 
jaded. I didn't even look at like their number of followers or whatever at the time. I just saw their content and their clothes and thought we'd be a really good mix. I say, I say it to everyone, their creatives are the best people out there. They are incredible. Yeah, seems like a perfect match too with their really colorful clothes and your aesthetic. Yeah. It really works <laughs> yeah. well, perfect for each other. So yeah. when you get to the actual shoot, like how much planning does it take before you get there and like whilst you're there? Each job is different. I mean, some jobs I get um, brought in quite a lot in the production side. Some jobs I get sent a brief and a date and that's about it really. It really depends. Like obviously, first of all, I get sent boards um, of what they're wanting. I'm super lucky now that all the boards that I get sent are basically my style of work. So I'm not like kind of (laughs) blindsided in any way. And then I kind of sit down with like my lighting guy that I have a couple guys that I work with who are all incredible. Um, And then we'll just kind of talk about what sort of lighting we need, look at the budget, see what we can get, how we can make sure we're achieving what they want. Sometimes there's like one or two calls between us and the client. It Honestly, it depends from job to job. Like take the skinny dip guys or the jaded guys, the people that I've been working with for years now. It's a lot, it's a lot more simpler. It's I get sent a board, we put the lighting through and that's basically done. I get a cool sheet because we know each other well enough. We trust each other enough that we don't need to have like backwards and forwards conversations. Whereas there are other jobs where maybe it's like a, a big ad campaign or a new brand that I've never worked with before, where it's like a little bit more detailed and there's like some Zoom calls now. And like, there's a bit of more back and forth to make sure everyone's on the same page, which I completely understand. Mm. And a lot of times now, like, especially before you get booked some of the really big jobs like they want to know your personality like we were talking about it before whether personality and skills and how they weigh each other up but I mean my agent literally called me the other day and she said oh I had this job come through and they literally called my agent to see what I was like like they want to know your personality (laughs) before they're necessarily booking you so we ask all of our guests to talk us through what a day in the life looks like for them so we wondered if you could do the same starting from when you get up all the way through until when you go to bed Okay, so I mean, I'm normally up at like seven, eight on a set day, depending where I'm going. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> not on a set day, it's a bit later, but um, okay, so just say I'm up at seven, do the usual getting up in the morning sort of stuff. Um, luckily, because of COVID right now, I'm able to get cars absolutely everywhere, which is brilliant. Nice. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. Yes, definitely a plus. Uh, so yeah, then getting a car, normally for about an hour with London traffic. Um, get on set and then all the equipment then arrives. Um, Like I said before, I'll always go. I mean, everyone says hi to each other, eats a little bit of breakfast, catches up with teams because luckily now like you're seeing the same people over and over again. And then it gets kind of, the teams kind of separate and we go into all our little groups. So I then work with the photography guys to get all the set up and then we'll do a test shoot. What comes next? test shoot model comes on set Uh, if everything's good we get it signed off from the client that they're happy about how the lighting looks and everything Um, and then we just start shooting really so what time Uh, is that so how long does that process taken uh honestly it depends on on the job depends on how much hair and makeup's going into it but just say we get on set at nine usually around 10 30 we're having our test shot Okay, so we normally brilliant. have about an hour, an hour and a half to set up. Dep- Honestly, this, this is, it's so different on every job. Like sometimes it's like you have 20 minutes to set up, but no, it shouldn't be. Um, sometimes I'm like, are we having our test shoot at like midday, which is 
bit bad, but whatever. Um, yeah, and then we kind of shoot until lunch, have lunch, which is always fun because I'm always absolutely knackered by then. Um, and also, and what nice. do you have for lunch? Because I've got a friend who's a producer <laughs> and he goes yeah. on all these like amazing shoots and they get caterers in and the lunch looks incredible. Yeah. Does that happen quite often where you'll get catering and really nice food in and you can all eat yeah. together? <laughs> I mean, again, every job is different. Um, yeah, the food is normally always great. Uh, some of the studios I prefer than others with their catering, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, like the skinny dip guys always get like wagamamas or like the jaded oh, guys yeah. always used to get like poke bowls. Like everyone kind of has their different vibe, which um, which is good. But so I, mean, I guess a shoot day is quite a big day for a lot of brands. Whereas for you, you're always there. So whilst everyone's like, woo, let's treat ourselves. You're like, this is my normal. Yeah, I get spoiled <laughs> with all this amazing food. I mean, That's not, I'm not gonna lie, a pret takeaways. I'm happy with pret. Like, I love that. <laughs> I do like um, pret. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm really not. I'm so chilled when it comes to my food orders. But no, yeah, I'll take anything really. And then, and then, yeah, you have lunch for about an hour. You get to chat with everyone, which is always great. And especially if like you're on set with new people that you haven't worked with before, it's just good to like get to know them. And then, yeah, we shoot normally until about half five sometimes half five five six o'clock and um, pack down and then yeah go home and have a bath because I'm normally knackered <laughs> yeah yeah it, that's yeah. a long day. physical day it's it's re- yeah it's really physical and then I I think the other thing that kind of people don't really think about when we get home you then have all I then have to always set my laptop up and like back up all my hard drives um because we back up on set but then I come home and do another backup um, yeah. yeah you would not want to so lose stressful. that footage oh my days. yeah and then if you've got like if you've got a really busy week because obviously we shoot well we shoot onto our laptops um and then we back up whilst we're on set but then also we've got all this file all these files on our laptop so if we're working if you've got even a three day three day week if you're on set three days you need your laptop to be as fast and quick on your third day as you did on your first so it's another like hour and a half two hours of your laptop yeah, open. for sure so mm. this so- job isn't for someone that wants to just like do the nine to five thirty shut down and go home <laughs> they need to know that you know the job don't end huns I don't know what I do day to day it changes every single day sometimes I'm literally sat at home watching Netflix all day and then there are yes. other weeks where I'm like literally working non-stop so that's the best it really though changes. Yeah. keeps it exciting yeah. doesn't it and exactly exactly it's not a boring day I mean I can't wait for lockdown to end so I can actually do something more than just watch Netflix but um <laughs> yeah just anything like I obviously I spend a lot of time on my laptop working editing or emails or whatever so I don't I like before lockdown I used to just go do that in town in a cafe or wherever just like a different that's environment nice, yeah. Um, mm. And then you feel like you're actually you're actually working, even though you're doing the exact same thing at home. But when you're out and about, it feels like you've actually been. Productive. Yeah, and it's it really pretty does. cool as well. When I see people working in bars, I'm just like, oh, go on. Yeah, oh my god, that's yeah. Really that's <laughs> there's, there's something so nice about working with other people when you're freelance, isn't it? Because you're like, oh, we're all yeah. in this together, guys. It's that sort of like no, community yeah, feel. <laughs> no, I mean, I've been so lucky, and I've got to meet some like incredible like makeup artists, hairstylists, like. Uh, fashion designers like all everyone and anyone really um who we're all in the same industry that we've kind of come in at the same time um and they're all smashing it which is incredible um and yeah like you said like 
you get to just like on your days off you just get to like go well at the moment you just get to go for walks so you just get to go meet them and it's nice it's like a little yeah a little community so that sounds like a pretty cool day like I know every day is not the same but <laughs> I like the sound of that day so we know you're repped by A&R creative agency um and we wondered how yeah. that actually works because we see how you know like agencies work for actors presenters but is it the role yeah. of them to book you jobs I mean, my agency in particular have incredible like connections within the industry with advertising agencies, with brands, with stylists, with loads of different people. So yeah, one part of their job is to put your name out there and to introduce you to the right people, which hopefully will lead to amazing jobs. Mm. But also they do they do all your production, they do um, all your like sort of admin side in terms of like the money talks like all okay. the bit of the uncomfortable stuff that's good um yeah they sort all of that out like they do all your invoices like you don't have to chase people anymore well, i don't right. have to chase people anymore because that just kind of goes through them but oh, with that's all that said like they're, yeah it's incredible and they're amazing people like it's a female um led company and that's they're what we incredible. like amazing yeah no they are incredible but then I still get to keep like the smaller brands that kind of kind of gave me my career in the in the sense like the like new girl order uh, oh they've got all their hello kitty Jaded. stuff right yeah I shot all that no stuff. you did yeah. oh my friends are yeah. gonna die like everyone's all over that <laughs> no I know I'm gonna brag that, that, I've, to- that I've spoken to you <laughs> <laughs> that collection did like incredible that was a really it was really really cool um but yeah it, I've got to be honest like with my work it all comes down to these incredible creatives that I'm so lucky that I get to work with like the new girl order girls the jaded girls and boys like the skinny dip guys they all have like amazing creative guys that come up with amazing concepts so, like my work wouldn't look what it looks like if I didn't if I wasn't working with these guys do you know what I mean yeah it's a so, yeah, team effort right I'm just thinking like so say you got jaded before you had any management would yeah. then the management take over your relation not relationship but no yeah so basically I mean I was quite um like I I personally wouldn't have joined an agency if that was the case like there were a lot of those like smaller brands mm. um well who are now not that small anymore no, but huge. who 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 I started off with and kind of like gave me I, I literally sort of gave me my career and a lot like built up my portfolio to kind of what it is now um like ragged priest is also in that in that list um, i love oh, ragged so priest cool. so cool <laughs> yeah, you literally work with all of my favorite brands oh, literally thank you. <laughs> so um, so cool and and so those are the brands where like they don't have the crazy budgets that these massive ad jobs or these mm. big huge brands do and you would never expect them to so um no i kind of keep my relationship with those brands um and then anything extra or anything new i'll like i'll discuss with my agents and we'll like work out what's the best fit so how important do you think a social media presence is as a photographer because obviously I know you've got your Instagram account which is amazing super colorful we love it and then you've got your website too so do you think um having an Instagram account is important as a photographer or is a website more beneficial or do you think you need both nowadays I mean I think Instagram is the most important um mm-hmm. and that's like I mean I don't have a crazy following on Instagram like I don't have 20 30,000 followers which a lot of photographers do um so I don't think it's everything I mean like (laughs) I did a converse campaign where it was based around creatives and I was in it which was the weirdest thing of my life oh we saw Um, that it was amazing but it was bizarre like it was I was so out of my comfort zone and I I was working I was among amazing creatives who all have really big followings on Instagram 
And like, I was kind of surprised that I even got that job based on the fact that I don't have over 10k followers. But it kind of also shows that it's not really the end of the world. Like, the end of the day, people, for me, I'm a photographer, they're looking at my work, they're not looking at the number of followers I have. I'm not trying to be an influencer. I'm not trying to do all that stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But Instagram, I mean, I know, I, I see it all the time, creatives, ad agencies, producers, the first thing they'll do is go to someone's Instagram, just because everyone's always online, you just type in a name and you can see all their work in like 20 seconds. I think a website is as important, but I think it's on like a different sort of level. I think if you're booking a Nike campaign or if you're booking, uh, I don't know, a, a really big ad job, then these guys are gonna look at your portfolio and they wanna see a website. They wanna see something a little bit more like clean and um, I guess professional. Still, I think Instagram is is more important. And it's also like, it's current, isn't it? Like people get to see what you're For doing sure. on a day to day. And also see who's um, following you as well. That's what I look at. Yeah, I love see it. See who I you're following. <laughs> yeah, I know you feel like a right detective, but it's important no, and then yeah. you can see what sort of brands like your work and engage no, with you. So it's, it's so it's important. Really it's so important. The amount of times I've had like an, an agency or like a creative from like an ad agency or from like a creative agency follow my Instagram. So I'm just like, ooh, like they're looking at me. And yes. then you just like, yeah. if you just drop them a message and then you never know what can lead from that. But yeah, no, yeah. I love it. I love, I know it sounds so stalkerish, but like, yeah, I always look at that sort of stuff. We all do it. We all do it hundred <laughs> percent. We were chatting to um, MTV presenter Kaylee Gold in one of our older episodes. Um, and she said that Instagram is like your CV these days. Like, yeah. That's I mean, I don't, is. I don't have, I literally, I've never had a CV in my life. Like, oh, it's just, I'm jealous. Yeah. That's so long. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I've never needed one. Like for me, like no one cares about what I did at uni or where I did, even like for my work, no one cares about internships or anything like that. Like they just want to see your portfolio. Yeah. So Instagram is, is your portfolio. I guess at the end of the day, you take a good pick and you're a nice gal. So <laughs> <laughs> what more do we need to know? <laughs> so in terms of your job, what is your favorite part? Honestly, it's about working with and like meeting incredible people. Aww. Like I love taking pictures. I, as much as it could be a hard day's work, I absolutely love it. And it doesn't feel like work, if that makes sense. Most days mm. don't feel like work when you're on set because oh, that's the goal. it's just, I know. And I'm so lucky to say that, like I know so many people that hate their jobs, but my favorite thing is literally being able to work and meet incredible people from all walks of life, all parts of the world. And then like we come together to create something amazing, which is really cool. And then it's always nice to see like an end result, you know, like you work so hard on something and everyone spends so long putting it all together. Um, And then to see like a final result come through, whether that's like going into store and seeing your images up on like the big screens or whatever, like that will never, I'll never get used to that. Like it's, the most exciting thing. Yeah, that must be thing. so rewarding to just be walking around. Literally, my my mum and dad. Yeah, my mum and dad literally walk around every shop. Every time that I've got something in store, mm. my mum and dad will go. They'll literally go into every store in London oh, that's so and find cute. it. I love that. The, the amount of like pictures I have of like my mum just like standing <laughs> next to my picture or even like when, <laughs> when I when I did Converse and I was in the campaign that was like the most surreal thing walking down Oxford Street and then actually seeing my face my parents went to every single store that that was in and literally stood outside it no and took way. a picture <laughs> oh, oh that's I love so that. lovely 
it's cute but it's like one of those feelings that seeing your work up like I don't think I'll even like 20 years down the line where hopefully it'll just get bigger and better like I don't think you'll ever get used to that or not be excited by that feeling so what advice do you think you would give someone um if they wanted to start out what's like the one piece of advice that you wish you knew when you were starting out the number one thing is just to keep shooting like I started off shooting my friends and then I started working with tiny little brands and small models and it just built up from there so just like always shoot as much as you can whoever you can and just build up your work um and think about what you actually like what sort of part of the industry you want to go into like not everyone wants to do fashion and and like fast fashion or any of that there's so many different aspects of the industry think what you're interested in and then try focus your portfolio on that and grow that skill and also just like get yourself out there as much as you can. Like I know at the moment it's so difficult for these guys. Honestly, I spent three years at uni being the coffee girl, which is fine. Like I don't, I, 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 it wasn't fun getting the coffee, but the, just being on set and experiencing it all and meeting the people is all that you need. Um, and just like keep going. I mean, I, this sounds so cringy, but I really think like if you really want something, you can make it happen. Like you don't need to know people. You don't need to be from a certain part of, life do you know what I mean like you don't need to come from some sort of family or whatever um yeah if you just keep going it will it will happen yeah sounds so cringy but I really I do really think no, that it's true it's definitely true you've got all the ingredients for success you've got the hard work the people skills yeah. and just the talent and if you have that of course you're gonna yeah you just gotta, do well. you've got to keep going and like I mean the amount of times I've emailed hundreds of people. Honestly, when I graduated, I emailed hundreds like a day. And if I got one response, like that's good enough because that one person could lead to something more and the next person could lead to something more. And when you contact these people, like, I mean, when I graduated, I knew I wasn't gonna be booked for like some huge global campaign. So I would contact them and be like, oh, can I do your social content? Or can I do an hour shoot with you guys somewhere? Just just for the name, just for the mm. name and just for like that one Instagram post that it could lead, like it could get me. And then you, it just builds up from there and then you build up the trust. And I mean, with the Skinny Dip guys, the first time I shot with them, it was literally for about an hour and it was social content. Um, and I got, phone cases in like my payment but I was happy with that <laughs> um, I would be for sure yeah and then and like now I shoot their campaign so it like it if you build up that relationship you never know kind of where it can take you yeah and it's also how it looks people don't know that you're paid in phone cases when you do that oh, post, exactly. they think you're the photographer for the brand so Skinny, yeah it's yeah. more about how it looks online rather than you know how it actually is starting out I guess in terms of the future do you have an overall goal is there like a certain brand or a certain thing you want to do it's like I've made it I mean over the years I guess there's always been those brands that I'm like oh my god I want to work with them and like I really count my blessings like I have worked with those brands now it's incredible that. like I used to when I was younger all I ever wanted to do was shoot for Cosmo and Converse and then this time last year, I literally shot for both of them in the same week. Oh, and it was like, wow. it was like a dream. Like you, it's a pinch it, you, me moment, I'm sure. Yeah, like when you're a kid or like when you're young, you, that's all you ever want to do is work with those sort of people. Um, but like going forward, like I just, I guess I just want like, I want to make it bigger and better. Like I want to do like global campaigns that go around the whole world and are on billboards and you know, I also, I also want to shoot music. I haven't really like, that's the one mm. one part of the industry that I haven't really got myself into. 
Um, and I'd love to shoot like up and coming artists and musicians and stuff like that. I see you've done so much already that it's actually quite refreshing to hear that you've still got goals in place. I mean, it's yeah, it, it's lovely like to say that I've done so much, but there's there's always more you can do and there's always more that you can push and you've done it all I mean, so quickly as well. Is this not is this normal? Yeah. It sounds like you've, <laughs> you've gone full speed. Uh, I I don't know. Um, okay, it's, it's not normal. Got it. It's it. <laughs> I've done it. I've done it a very weird way. Like when I speak to most people, they're like, "This is crazy how you've done it." Because I went straight into like the commercial world from graduating. Like I went straight into basically the paid ad jobs mm-hmm. um, from graduating. Whereas I guess the normal route would be um, like through editorial, building up that portfolio. Um, like doing loads of editorials and tests and stuff like that. And then it kind of leads more onto the commercial side of things. Right. Um, somehow, I don't know how, I kind of flipped it all around and kind of went straight into like that commercial ad world. Um, and now I want to try do more editorials. I don't know how I've kind of done it this way, but just kind of rolled with it. it. Yeah, yeah it's, I think, completely. I mean, hundreds I, and hundreds of emails, that's not just doing nothing. That's not it coming to you. You've got to make yeah, your own. You've like, worked hard. People got to know that. Worked. Yeah, you've got yeah. to. And also, look, at the end of the day, like, I am self-employed. <laughs> so if I'm not working, like, you, you've got, you have to, you have to earn money somehow. Like, yeah. I kind of, when I graduated, I literally, moved, well, started renting and went self-employed at, in the same month. Cool, you so, took a couple of risks all pressure, in one go. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did, but it was kind of like, why not? You know, yeah, like just try home. it. Exactly, like at this age as well, like you've got no other commitments. Like worst comes to worst, I'll just go back home. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not <laughs> in the world. So, but when I started off, yeah, you just had to like contact everyone. Like I really don't think anyone is off limits either. Like if you want to contact the editor of Vogue, contact him. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. I, the worst that's that happens is he won't reply, literally. As, that's exactly like, Again, like the big brands, the big ad agencies, people were really scared or nervous to email them. Like, look, you might not get a response, but that's, yeah, that's not it. the end of the world. Like, they're not going to so be true. offended by that. It's so people true. That I shot, cont- isn't it? Exactly. And people that I contacted two years ago, who I never heard back from, I work with them now. I feel inspired. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. We've loved this chat and it's so exciting to hear everything you've worked on and just everything else you're going to work on. I'm so excited to see what's around the corner for you. Um, Your passion is contagious, honestly. Yeah, (laughs) honestly.